everybody, good morning, good afternoon, good evening, wherever you are in the world, and welcome to Cisco Champions Radio. Here with me, I have Wendell kick us off and introduce yourself a little bit for the podcast. Oh, sure. Hi, this is Wendell Odom. You can find me on Twitter at, at Wendell Odom. That's a nice, easy connection there. And I create certification training material and mostly known for the CCNA cert guide. Who's next? Sam, are you up? Yeah, Sam, kick us off. Yeah, hi, I'm Sam Clements. Uh, I'm a mobility practice manager for a large bar here in the States. You can find me on Twitter at at Samuel underscore Clements. Not quite as intuitive as Wendell's, but close <laughs> enough. Um, and I primarily uh, live in the mobility world. Cool, very cool. Yusuf, let me, tell me a little bit about yourself as well. Hey, so first of all, thank you for having me. Uh, my name is Yusuf Baiji. So I manage the certifications program team. So all this noise, all this um, um, announcement changes has been part of uh, our team's project for almost last two years, essentially. And we are responsible for managing the entire portfolio certification. So everything from uh, CCNA, CCNP, CCIE, all the design products, CCD. So it's been very exciting time this year that we have been working on this and this whole thing is coming to fruition. So it's been a big team effort and a, and a big week for all of us. Very cool. And last but not least, Joe, tell me about yourself and what we'll be talking about today in this episode. Sure. Uh, my name is Joe Clark, a longtime Cisco person, first time podcaster here. Um, I am a, a geek resident network engineer working with uh, the Learning at Cisco team. Um, so I've been helping them with uh, some of the certification changes that Yusuf mentioned, as well as helping on uh, the lab automation front for being able to support these certifications and training um, that Cisco delivers. And today, we are going to be talking about all these changes that Yusuf alluded to. What are we doing in terms of our changes, Cisco's changes to the certification uh, portfolio, as well as the training, the new training we're going to be offering there. And we might sprinkle in a little bit about what we're doing in terms of our new DevNet certifications. Absolutely. And I think before we discuss discuss all of those what changing I also wanted to throw in a little curve ball here maybe we were not prepared but it's always good to bring some excitement so I think before talking about what is changing and how is it changing I think we need to also set that level set that why are we changing what what was the reason what are the drivers behind this change what is making and I, I would like to hear all our uh, perspectives here and I have my own perspective but I think we all have witnessed this common theme of uh, technology explosion which has kind of led to all the different type of skills that is needed in the job role. Some current skills in the existing technology has evolved. Some new skills required like Joe was saying about software and automation and all this has led to uh, a complete revamp of how we position ourselves in the industry as professionals. So whether you are uh, in in a design role or a consultant role or a support role or even in a software role. So I think certification really needed to reboot in a sense to kind of align with this new need new expectation of the industry whether you're hiring manager or job roles and we really have now changed all this flexibility to adapt to this change and i'll leave like you know you guys have your own perspectives of this yeah the why is an interesting one because i can't imagine that folks sat in a room and said oh the change we should do is obvious i mean you, you change so much of it i'm sure you all agreed instantly what those things should be and just spent your two years pursuing that yeah. shared goal right I, I cannot tell you how many versions of decks and documentation I have. I've lost track of it. and It's like you work at Cisco almost. Almost. With yeah. lots of decks. Yeah. <laughs> 
Right. So it, it would be interesting, I think, if, if there were one or two things that were kind of your overarching goals out in the horizon. You know, we can we can all think about, oh, why this one decision or this one decision, right? But what what was was there a driving single force? Was there a, were a couple of big strategic goals that we're trying to achieve that resulted in that set of choices about how you restructure? I think that might be interesting to help give people context. So, so we had a we had three driving principles, and they were around agility, um, providing value from our certifications, and then allowing our certified individuals to demonstrate leadership. Um, I'll just speak real quickly about my favorite out of that, the thing that I thought really spoke to me, and that was really the agility piece. We were in a situation, we, we kicked this off uh, in San Jose. I mean, there was a lot of work before that, but there were a number of us met in San Jose to kind of start this about a year ago. And it was about, we have gotten these certifications to a point where they're very monolithic, they're very big, and they're hard to move around and keep in sync with what the industry wants in terms of technical expertise, in terms of what the, the, the certified individual should be. One great example is this drive to automation. More and more people want to, you see how popular the DevNet zone has been here. They want to learn about automation. They, they see how important that is in their organization. How can we tailor our certifications to meet that need for agility, to meet the next technology horizon, be it things like ML or data science? How, how can we adapt to that? And, and what we've done here makes our certifications even more relevant by increasing that modularity, increasing that flexibility and agility. And that to me is, is fantastic. And I think people are really going to appreciate that as they as they look at this going forward. And to add to what you just said, Joe, in another sense, is one size fits all does not apply anymore. We need that flexibility. And previously, currently, our programs have, were structured and, and nothing bad about it. It's not about right or wrong. That was the need of the yesterday, how things were done yesterday. And now today and tomorrow, how networks are evolving, people need choices and they want to move in different, like Joe was saying, in different um, technology areas and depending on what they are working on, whether it's a project or, or some new job opportunity or something. So this agility is really like the main hinge of this evolution. And then, as Joe said, there is value and leadership, which is translating to meaning that if you are going to pursue certification, how are we going to give you more value? How are we going to give you more mileage and more elasticity that you can, along the journey, if your journey is six months, one year, like you just mentioned that it took you, like for example, one year to certify, along the journey, did you get anything or did you have did you or did you get any recognition so now this value proposition is also enhanced in the new portfolio and that we will give you more along the journey does this mean that there are like different components that can be changed throughout the year is that how we're talking about agility here because it sounds like you know it would have you'd still have to announce it ahead of time yes i mean the changes will always happen from a technology standpoint and same will have to affect or reflect in our program so for example previously if there was a change in a product or a solution, we had to rev the entire portfolio, whether it was CCNP or CCNA or CCIE. But with this agility, now we have a modular framework, meaning uh, we have what I, I commonly give example like a Lego block, right? So each module is independent and you plug in into any certification program and we can make revisions to it. We can refresh it very quickly. So you're suggesting, for instance, say CCMP Enterprise and you've got seven, eight uh, concentration exams. In the future, you might rev a concentration exam totally independent of the core and the exactly. other concentration. Exactly. Right. And add more, right? I mean, that's the, the beauty. 
that Cisco may acquire a new technology or a new product and if we want to plug it into the enterprise space, previously it was, oh, there is a new CCNP track coming in. Right, you have to rev the whole track. Yeah. Right now, yeah. we've disassociated the track from the individual exams from a, a standalone. So I'm, I'm fortunate enough to have had some exposure to this over the past year or so working on the on the advisory board, right? And so the first time I heard about this, I, I was really, uh, it, it, it didn't sit well with me. And I imagine it probably doesn't sit well with a lot of people sort of first time they hear about all of these, these changes. And the thing that struck me was the was this isn't a typical Cisco we're going to change a couple things here and there this is more like certification 2.0 right this is more like hey there's very little uh, that you used to know about Cisco certification that stays the same about the way the programs work about how the content is developed how it's delivered what are the main core focuses uh, certification yesterday or, or as it says today it is good it, it worked. It worked. Yeah, it worked. But now but there's a new need. Much like networking has evolved over the past couple of years, right, exactly. to, to, to be what it is today and what our focus is today, this, I think, is, is another step in that journey. And I think that, that, that if you take Cisco certification and you say, you know what, this isn't a, this isn't a certification 1.1 or 1.2, everything changes. Rebooted, um, like re rebooted, yeah, for sure. Yeah, when I heard sure. about it. I was, you know, to quote TV, I was holy forking shirt. This is amazing. Yes, <laughs> yes, yes. Well, and there's a lot of people who, who, like, who yeah. I talk to, and they're like, "Oh my gosh, that means I've got to, I've got to start over, or I've got to do right." There's so much consternation around. Oh my gosh, everything's changing. But the reality is, is that um, you guys have done a fantastic job structuring. And then, by the way, you've brought in a whole nother program, right? We've got the DevNet the stuff Dev that's brought in. We've got a bunch of changes on CCIE. We've got you know the CCNA CCMP structuring, um, the way the content is built. I mean, there's just so much to talk about. And, and I'll be honest, I mean, in my professional career that I've been in this program and working for Cisco and in this team, I've been almost 17 years. This is the the magnitude of this change is unprecedented. I for mean, sure. yeah. we all realize that. And that's why we want our community to understand the magnitude of this and not compare one-to-one -one or apple-to-apple -apple with the current. And yes, technology is changing, so we are kind of fixing it in a different way. And like you, you put it very nicely that it's certification 2.0. Actually, that's a code name for our internal project. Oh, I didn't do that on purpose, did I? <laughs> and and I've, always, I've, I've been saying that you could be giving, we could have announced we're now giving away free puppies and someone would say I'm allergic to dogs. Right. Uh, but that's so, me. So, yeah. so you, could, you could say the most positive thing and there will always be resistance to change but we're actually making like you said a huge amount of changes we're also considering where people have come in their career already what kind of certifications they've already achieved what kind of skills have they already demonstrated and we're making sure that we can migrate um, these people as well that we don't throw away any of the work or any of the accomplishments they've done and moving forward we're going to give as you said more incremental recognition for the accomplishments for the skills that they demonstrate and I think over time people like you said you, you absorb it. Um, you saw that this this is going to ultimately uh, be very beneficial to the, the community as a whole. I think people are going to start to see that. That's obviously our hope. That's why we, we went through with what we did. Yeah, for sure. I think that, um, you know, if I look at all of the changes, I think that the that the one question that I get asked probably most of all is what happens to the stuff I have today? Yeah. Right. People yeah. are concerned about their existing And that's one investment. of the principles we yeah. have applied in our uh, structure is that we want to bring a new home in the new framework and take the entire community 
community with us. Everybody we don't want to reset yeah. anything. We yeah. want to bring them in the new framework. No doubt so we have created this what we call migration plan or transition plan for every level, CCNA, CCNP, CCIE. And there's a lot to cover. I don't think we can of go course, into, yeah. <laughs> in, into each track, but we can kind of provide you the higher level details that there is a home for you. There is a migration tool published on online on our website and we will share the links later. But then that is where they need to go and see how they're going to fit into this new structure. So Cisco speak, we're used to hearing, oh, we've got you covered. There's some exceptions. This isn't an exception filled conversation. This is a full on. If you have, you know, CCMP today, you're going to map to CCMP on Feb 24. And get more. And get more. Yeah. This is one of the first times that I've seen Cisco say, you know, we're not going to like retrofit. Retrofit. Yeah. We're not going to like, you know, shoehorn you into something and you got to go do something else. And then we're going to give you sort of partial credit. And you're going to have to like work and true some stuff up. This is a full on, if you're valid on Feb 24, you are part of the new program moving forward. No exceptions, right? I mean, it's very, very clean. Because we want the community to grow with us. No doubt. Right. And that's not the goal of this change wasn't to kind of, you know, alienate people. Alienate people. We want the community to adapt and be. That was the third principle or the leadership principle in our uh, guiding thought process that we want these community to be leaders of the transformation. So wherever they're working in whatever job role, in whatever industry, we want them an enabler. So I mentioned the other day to someone that we want to be enablers for the community. An enabler is there is a transformation happening, like it or not. So now we will enable you to move into this and giving you an opportunity to be the leader in the transformation. All right. So just to follow up on that point, have you thought about all the corner cases so that just to remove some of the FUD and say there are no cases in which if you've got this much credential today in the old world, you will have at least that much credential in the new. We've covered all the corners. So yes. We've we've thought about uh, and we've run into a lot of corner cases. Including so, this week, including Joe. This really. week, <laughs> we've we've closed a lot of um, a lot of corner cases. Uh, we we have really thought about because people have put a lot of their lives into these certifications. So we we've, we've tried to be very diligent and think about yeah we, we want to take care of them. We want to make sure we're doing the right thing. Um, and so yeah we, we we think we've gotten most of the corner cases nailed down. And we are are perfectly happy to work with people if we if we've run out of. Right. Uh, That's what I wanted we, to hear. We, we didn't quite because get we to still that have time, case. right? I mean we this do. we have made the announcement now. The new program is going to go effect in February next calendar year. So there is time. It's not like we are carved in stone and there is no more changes. We are flexible. If we f- we will discover that oh we didn't think through this and there is this situation, call, call we'll Joe, adapt right? it. Yeah. <laughs> five five five. <laughs> All right. So let me let me lighten it up a little bit maybe and let you think of favorites. All right. I I have always liked asking people what's your favorite of this. You know get you know go to a movie. What's your favorite part? Kind of thing. So of the entire program of all these changes, any any part of it, um, think about the impact to your customers, and you can pick one. Wow. What is your? You can't. He's putting us th- on spot. On the spot. <laughs> you knew I, I would put you on the spot. For this. I've got mine. I've got mine. Joe had pre warning. Yeah, you got I here a little bit after him. So, uh, so I'll start with Joe once I okay. turn it over. But the basic idea is then that your favorite that that's helpful, impactful to your customers. Pick one because then you could answer that by basically describing the forty-two changes instead of the one. So Joe, you go first. Okay. So I did think about this. Uh, I do have a lot of favorites, but my most favorite, maybe a wee bit selfish. Um, I like the automation and programmability. Oh, we're folding you, in you would. Yeah, of course you did. <laughs> it's so predictable, Joe. That's so not, so that's not fun. Uh, but yeah, yeah, I, he he knows me. So right. I, I I think what we 
we've done there. That's something we have wanted to do for a while. Something I've been passionate about. Um, I, and, and the response that we've seen and that I've heard about in the DevNet zone, it says we've done the right thing there. So to me, making sure that that, that is woven into the network engineer DNA, I, I think is, is going to be a fantastic thing. And I'm really excited. So so um, I disagree with Joe. Uh, <laughs> 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 no. um, I, honestly, I look at the automation, the DevNet piece of it uh, slightly differently in that um, it, you are allowing a path forward through the automation, through the DevNet-centric uh, content, but you're not forcing it onto people, right? There is there is still a path through the program that, you know, if it, it's rare that you're going to find somebody who is a CCIE networking and CCIE DevNet, right? The, those two qualifications in one person are going to be rare. The broad adoption is going to be you're probably going to have somebody strong in networking with a little bit of DevNet, or you're going to find somebody strong in developer skills with a little bit of networking. And I think that the content bridges the gap between the two without forcing it, right? You're not saying you, you do networking, therefore you must it's do not programming. It, yeah. it, it, there, it's there's, there's aspects of it that, 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 like you said, the network engineer will know a little, they'll be familiar with concepts, but you're right. It's not a mandate that one has to go deep in that if that's not what they... Uh, yeah, I got into networking because I don't like programming, right? And there's a lot, lot of people <laughs> like that in the world, right? Yeah, um, and that will still remain in some yeah, situations. No doubt. And, and, I, and I like the fact that, that, that even that would, would, is what I would consider a corner case, um, which is a large number of people. They, they want to be able to speak the language. They don't have to necessarily be experts. Right. They don't and, have to be fluent, but yeah, yeah. They, can, they can speak the Yeah, language. no doubt about That's my favorite piece. All right, cool. All right, you just so you time. I'm up. You're up. Can I get two? No, one. <laughs> you, so, you give us a really great one, and we'll consider giving you a two. All right. <laughs> okay, so I... Because the, the second one was a little biased, so I'll, I'll do my one. Right. <laughs> so for me, the most favorite part of this whole plethora of changes that we've done is incremental recognition. What we have done for the first time, and this we have never done in two decades, in, in the certification program, I mean, that there was no value for our community to earn the recognition as you go. And I'll give some examples. By the way, I knew you'd pick that one too. Yeah, I mean, I love that fact and we have been really working hard to make that work in favor of the community, not in favor of Cisco or certification or something, but in favor of the community because I have been in that shoes and many of you have been in that situation. Let's take a CCNP example. Today, if you are doing CCNP routing and switching, currently there are three exams, route, switch, and tissue. Now, if somebody takes a route exam, what do you get? Where are you in your, in the point of view? You get a scorecard. You just get a score <laughs> report. And it takes time. It's not like every one week I'm cranking up an exam, right? It takes time. You take your second exam. It could be six months in your journey, nine months, one year into your journey. You take your switch exam, nothing. Until you complete all the checkboxes and T-shirt exam, then you get... So it's basically all or none concept right now. There could be four exams. Even in CCNA, we have two exams, right? We have, some have two. And then in CCIE, we have the written and the practical, and CCA takes even longer, two years or more. So now with this baked in incremental recognition, we are giving people the specialist certification for every single exam that they will take in the journey. Every single except CCNA. CCNA is already a one exam structure. So there is incremental recognition is when there is two or more. Two or more yeah. So CCNA is an exception. It's a one exam. We made that also simplified rather than two exam. 
And and now everything after that, whether you're pursuing CCNP or CCIE in the new framework, you will get recognition as you go. And you you effectively kill off this trend of saying, I'm a CCIE written. Yeah, right? I yeah. see that in the resume all the time. Yes, ABLs of everything. Or yeah, or, or I'm, a, I'm a CCMP People have created their own They're, logos. Yes, they have. CCIE written logos, and yeah. we kind of, this is violation NDA, like... All right, well, I'll give one and see if I pick yours. And if did, if, if I didn't, we'll let you get around to Excellent. That, since you're the most tenured in the uh, certification program Thank you. amongst us here. So uh, I say continuing ed for every oh, certification. That's going to be my level. second one. Mm. <laughs> yeah, that's, that is wonderful. You know, I live in the CCNA world. That's that's who I work with. And it's about skills, you know, and people ask me about things online and say, you know, skills rule, search rule. And that's not to say certs are bad. You know, it's just, you know, with kids that use that kind of thing at home. But uh, yeah, so anything that encourages more skills and rewards more skills, and I think continuing ed does that, and it's clean, it's it's a it's a nice motivator beyond their credentials. So that so did I did I pick your second one? No, ah, that no. was my second. All right, yeah. so go for it. Can I get second? Go for Good. it. Yeah. So the second one is like another up uh, another uh, paradigm shift from how we do our current uh, certification model, and I may take a little time to explain this with some background. So. When you're in your journey, in your professional journey, you play different roles. You may change jobs. At one point, I was a tech engineer, so I was in a support role. At one point, I was designing customer solutions, so I was in a design role. At some point, I was kind of, you know, doing a strategic marketing thing or, or, or management or something. So people go through various phases in life in different roles. So what we've done in this new CCNP and CCIE is we've changed the way how you adapt to your roles in your journey. And it's not like one is better than the other. So with the CCNP structure, what we did is we provided the choices, right? So we said, what is your role? What function are you playing in your job role and, and in the network and in, and in the technology? Are you designing? Are you supporting customer? Are you, which, which cycle are you in? So we are calling, oh, essentially what I'm talking about is the network lifecycle. So you plan, design a network, you deploy a network, and then you use and maintain a network. In another word, we call it day zero, day one, day two. Day zero is like planning, designing. Day one is like you are implementing. And day two is you are now going to operate and maintain it. With CCNP, we are giving you a choice. So that's kind of flexible. So if you are in that category of community where you want to move around in different job roles, we are giving you those choices and saying, become a specialist, take the concentration, take the design concentration, or implement concentration or automation concentration if you're a software uh, background. On the contrary, complete 360 degree. CCIE, we have elevated the program with no choice. CCNP was choices. You can do design, implement, support, whatever. But CCIE, we are on the contrary saying no. As the program and as the product with an expert certification, it demands you to have the broad spectrum Very of specific. everything. So we want to measure end-to-end -end life cycle. We want this expert person to know design, deploy, operate, optimize the full life cycle, including automation and programmability. So there is no uh, um, choice over there, but it is the demand of that product, which is the CCA. Today, the CCA did not do that. It was only focusing on kind of the configuration and implement. Yeah, yeah. Now we are seeing now CCA is going to have a more elevated responsibility in the network because they play a full spectrum role. But again, that same CCIE person I'm referring to, if, if let's say I'm a CCIE 
security, which is my background. And yes, I need to know design security, implement security, operate security. But you know what? My customer decided to implement SD-WAN as a solution. So I don't need to take a CCIE enterprise all over again just to learn SD-WAN. What I can do is I can take a concentration in CCNP enterprise and become a specialist in SD-WAN along with my uh, bigger Broader profile expert, or my yeah. brand, which is security. Yeah. So we are giving you that plug and play elasticity that don't just create like a complete 360 and say start all over again and right. do a new CCIE or a new CCNP. Right. Does it yeah, it does. Thanks. Appreciate the, that perspective on favorites in particular. Um, you know, Wendell, you said something about um, your favorite being um, CEs as right. a renewal option. Um, and I understand there are a couple of options now for renewals, right? We didn't take away the option to renew by retaking the test or, or, or a new test up, mm-hmm. right? Can you talk about some of the other options specifically as it evolves around CEs? Sure. Um, so at every level now, as you have said, or I guess Wendell, you said, um, there's a, a continuing education. So I can do a number of things. So you mentioned the exam. Yep, there's always an exam option that's not really continuing education. Um, at every level, you can take uh, one exam, or you can now take a combination of exam plus uh, continuing education. And within the continuing education space, there are a few options. One, you can come to places like Cisco Live, attend technical breakouts, and you'll get credit for the differing levels of courses you take. Um, you can now earn as many credits as you want from Cisco Live. It's fantastic. Previously, we had a 70 credit cap. Now, in, as of the Feb- uh, February 24th, no more cap. Uh, so that means you could, uh, without paying for any additional Cisco Live content, earn a maximum of 36 per uh, Cisco Live, which gives you 108 at the end of your three-year uh, certification cycle. The other thing you can do, you can write exam items for us. And if you don't like the way the tests are today, you can submit. I would uh, love that. Uh, you, can, you can submit exam uh, questions, and any of them that get accepted, they will earn you credits. And finally, you get credits for attending online and instructor-led training that's in our CE catalog. Um, and C- uh, CCNAs, CCMPs, they can start earning credits uh, on February 24th. CCIEs can uh, earn credits already today. Uh, and to recertify your CCNA, 30 credits. Specialist is 40. CCMP is 80. And the new CCIE, which again, now valid for three years, uh, 120 credits. For people attending Cisco Live for their for CE, how are you going to give them like little mini quiz after a session? No, or? so so interesting you ask. So we, 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 we have two guiding principles in the CE program. One, in order to be considered for CE, the content needs to be generally available to the certified community. Cisco Live kind of counts. Anyone can come. Cisco internal training wouldn't be allowed. And two, it has to be trackable in terms of your participation. How do we do participation for some of these sessions? Well, we badge them in and we can say that that person was in this room attending that training. If we see that they start hopping rooms, then we, we get a little suspicious. But Cisco Live will give us a report uh, for individual and we can see the session and the level of session that they attended and they badged into. And that's how we, we give them the credit. Um, with the, you mentioned quizzes, those only come in with the uh, online or instructor-led training. A lot of those trainings have what are called like challenge labs. Yeah. And they have to complete all of those to get the certificate of completion then to be able to ask for CE credit. Okay, I was just thinking like, I could see someone being like, ah, oh, I'm going to badge in and then I'm going to go back and take now, but that's just me. I don't know. <laughs> so I, I've given a few sessions at Cisco Live. Um, in in general, people are. I mean, if they if they're going to pay to be, they, they generally are yeah. uh, attentive. I have sadly seen a few of the nappers. I, I I try to elevate my volume at that point, <laughs> see if I can get them to wake <laughs> up. But uh, we we generally we, we want people to. And if, and if they're really yeah. inv- 
investing in themselves. It sounds kind of corny, but they'll they'll try to learn those skills because they know they're going to need them. So so the thing um, that I'm hearing is flexibility across the board, right? I, I, I love the fact that you can do, you know, if, if you like the way it was before, where you just go sit another test to research, stay the course. If you like CEs, go jump off and do CEs. If you want to do a mixture of the two where, where you maybe want to take a, a, a concentration course and then sprinkle some CEs in and add them up in order to qualify for research. Or uh, even better, if you are doing the continuing education and you took a training, like let's say I wanted to do SDUM. Sure. You took the training, you get the credits for that, and you took the you can take the corresponding exam. That will also, it will also do it. Yeah, so yeah, what yeah. I'm saying is you can still remain in that same niche yeah. and take the training and the exam for that thing. Lots of lots of flexibility it's I think across options, the board. Yeah. yeah. Yeah, yeah. And, and all this information, if you want to put the URL, is cisco.com forward slash go forward slash recertification. Recertification. Great. Um, how much time do we have to get into a big new topic versus uh, heading toward wrap up? I'm just uh, trying to get a read here. Probably about 10 minutes. We got 10? All right. So um, let me let me go bigger picture. I think people are, you know, there's so much to talk about. We could just go on we and on. We can make so many episodes out of it. Right. <laughs> and, and maybe we will. Sam and I were talking about that before we got started. And, and if you guys are available, great. We'll get more on the team if they have i'm sure you guys be kicking back and not much to do now that you've announced all this right so you know a bit tongue in easy street now the beats next week there yes um well hopefully you can take a little time off before the deluge hits right but um why everything at once i mean I, there's so much to digest for your customer set P- people are going to take months to let this sink in so why don't you talk about the why behind you know doing one big boom you know why do one big boom well um we had initially wanted to go a little bit earlier, um, but then we had this opportunity to partner up with DevNet and do this one big thing. And we thought that it, it, it's great because it gives us the opportunity to get it out there, to get people starting to talk about it, to do things like this and and, and build up um, the questions, build up the interest while nothing is currently changing. That, that gap also gives us the ability to rev our partners like Networking Academy to make sure that they're up to speed on the new content. It also gives us an opportunity to work with Cisco Press authors to make sure we have books that come out, that our training can come out, um, gives us the opportunity to um, work with other subject matter experts to build the, the exams with the right question banks and the quality. So it's 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 given us an opportunity to get feedback from the community without setting anything in stone, like Yusuf said, and gives our, our partners and other stakeholders a chance to catch up uh, and, and and go live with us when we when we finally um, hit the switch on the 24th. So it's like ripping a Band-Aid off. So that, well, <laughs> that's, over, that's like over the course of time it takes to have, you know, create a human. Well, nine well, months, right? Yeah, I was going right? to say, so we're eight or nine months out, nine right? Months. Actually, it, it wasn't intentional, but then it, when, when we put that perspective that it takes a baby to make nine months, so that kind of was really cute. So yes. you're saying there's a gestational period yes. before so, the official <laughs> birth. Is there a new cert logo coming with a little baby on it? <laughs> I don't wow. think branding would approve that, but <laughs> we haven't tried. Yeah. <laughs> and, and we are giving time, right? I mean, it's not like we're flipping that switch now. We are giving that time, so it's it's a big change, and that's why this time padded on it. So, so what would you, what advice would you give somebody who is currently like halfway to their CCNP, right? There, do, do do they stop? Do they wait? Do they get credit? Do they carry forward? Do they, you know, there, there's a lot of people are currently in flight, right? Go, go, go! As much as we can recommend, we we typically say people should complete their journey. There's um, migration will will take care of people, uh, but we we do encourage people to keep going if they're if they're preparing and they're close, go ahead and take it. You're not going to lose anything by doing it. And in some cases, in order to to make
make it uh, through migration, like with, uh, for example, the CCENT or CSENT, um, we want them to complete it so that they will be properly migrated come February 24th. But in general, we're encouraging people to keep going. The skills you learn, they're still going to be valuable. Networking is changing, but the core, the bread and the butter, the routing, the switching, the troubleshooting, the skills you're going to learn, they're still going to be valuable even after February 24th. All right. Well, I'll do one more on the why thing since we have you guys here. I know, I know a lot of people be digging on the what. What does a migration tool and, tell and you? And the what and how is all, all good, well documented. So there are lots of links and URLs, but sometimes it's also uh, good to spend time on the why and the perception and, and the, right. the reasoning behind it. And that kind of eases that panic mode that, yeah, now that it I makes experienced. Sense. <laughs> right, right. So what one of the things I've heard a lot this week online is the, hey, I'm studying for CCNA, not routing and switching. And, you know, it's going away come February 24th. And, and I'm just curious. I'm sure you guys talked about that a lot. I'm sure you considered going to matching CCNAs to your five CCNP tracks, like five CNA. 10 CCN, CCNA tracks. Well, oh, no, I'm saying, say you've got the 10 now. Yeah. So in what you just announced, you go to one. One. But I'm sure you considered other variations on that theme. Like you could have done one. Five. You could have done five, one yeah. each for the five CCNPs. I'm just, I'm just curious how you, you know, did you consider five to match the CCNPs? More uh, akin to what you've done in the past. Just, I, I agree it was bloated. Absolutely. You know, and but, I think you're spot on. Actually, our first one, first or second revisions was like that. We started with five at NA, five at NP, five at IE. But like I said, we have been through this whole journey and we have been fine tuning it through our feedback and research and customer. We've, we've uh, got a lot of uh, insights from our surveys. We've talked to hiring managers. We've talked to our partners and channel community. We've talked to advisory boards. We've talked to, we've got so many different inputs in this project. And, and then we, we asked them a question, what do you want? Forget what I'm trying to do. You tell me when you're going to hire this person, what is the uh, task that you're going to put on, on his plate? What is the function or role that this person is going to play? And at the CCNA, the answer came back mostly what is that this new junior administrator or person needs to know enough foundation. And I think, Joe, you, you did a great job explaining that. Yeah, so we, we talked to Sam, the CCI Advisory Council, one of our constituents. We talked to people. We got, what is that associate engineer look like? They wanted someone who has some conceptual knowledge in a broad sense across networks, um, things like routing and switching, some some new routing and sw- uh, new networking concepts like controller versus traditional, some virtualization, wireless, security is huge, and some foundational uh, automation. Are they going to be familiar at least with the concepts? And they wanted some practical knowledge. Can these people do things like configure OSPF, create a, a WLAN, um, so that they could hit the ground in a, a modern network and be pivotal. They could move into different areas. They could be a data center person if they needed to, or be a security person or wireless person. They wouldn't be scared of the concepts, but they would be. They wouldn't necessarily have the experience or the know-how to know where they want to focus yet. They need to spend that time develop the the experience, not just the expertise, but the experience in doing the network. And so we created the CCI product that made that kind of CCNA. More, oh, sorry, sorry, CCNA product <laughs> that made that rounded engineer. Um, that could then decide where do I want to focus? Where, as I learn more networking, where do I want to go next? And, and that's like removing those flavors because even if you take an example of academia, when you're starting your uh, degree program, whether you're pursuing whichever engineering or, or 
medicine or whatever. Initially, in your first uh, semester or second semester, you usually do common subjects like the general education, and yeah. then you kind of start branching out yeah. depending on your speciality. So see, this new CCNA, and I keep reinforcing, this is a new CCNA. Do not compare it with the 10 old CCNA. Yes, there are components from the old that we have carried into this new CCNA, but the goal was not to take just one or two of the old and rebrand it as this new CCNA. Actually, the lens for this new CCNA was what is the target audience? Who are we serving? What will people achieve when they take this CCNA? What type of jobs they're going to do? And again, by removing that prerequisite, if you are not that target audience, if you're not in that job role, then you are not required to do this new CCNA. You can jump straight into the CCNP instead. Well, and that's the that's the thing. I'm glad you said that, right? Because uh, we used to envision CCNA as being sort of a prerequisite for moving forward. Obviously, CCI never had a prerequisite, but it was still considered intelligent to, to, to start with CCNA and then move into CCNP. Um, and again, under the guise of flexibility, that's not necessarily a requirement anymore, right? We can just go straight into CCNP. CCNP. Or even, or even, even some people, like I said, my first favorite that I talked about, that, well, I, my goal was never pursuing CCNP or CCIE. I wanted to be an expert in a certain technology area like SD-WAN or automation. So I can just do the specialization, which is a standalone product, but it's the same exam that works towards your CCNP. So it kind of works both ways. We call it double dip. So you can keep it standalone and maintain it every three years, or you take the technology core and become a CCNP. Well, I know that people that are listening to this recording have listened and learned tons of things, and then they have a billion questions. And they can read the web copy and then go to Cisco Learning Network, which you should always spend your time on Cisco Learning Network if you want to have certification. It's a great place. But it's, there are going to be unique questions. Everybody's going to say, what about this? What about that? I don't necessarily see that scenario. So how do we, where do they go? So I think one thing to level set is there are questions. And we've tried to preempt that, and we've done an, uh, uh, an FAQ. It's, uh, it's on our website, and we'll give you the link in a moment. But we have this long FAQ, I think, Joe, what is it, like 20, 30 pages? pages right now, yeah. So, <laughs> please, what my, my suggestion is, first, consume the material that we have published, all the collaterals that we have published. Consume that. Read the FAQs. The, the landing page to get to all this information is cisco.com forward slash next level, one word. From there, you will go and get all the different information, whether it's about the new tracks, whether it's about recertification or continuing education, whether it's about the FAQ or podcast, you will get all that information. And just to clarify, it's not a go before the next level? No, or there it is works both ways. It works both ways. Yeah. So you can do slash go slash next level or, or just, just cisco.com slash next level. Great. So I think maybe that's a good place to stop. Okay. Uh, this podcast was next level. <laughs> I like that pun, Lauren. Um, but I wanted to just say that this has been such a great um, episode of Cisco Champion Radio. And I wanted to thank everybody here for their time and just such great insight and knowledge. Um, and and I'm Jasmine. I forgot to introduce myself before, but I'm Jasmine. You can find me on Twitter at, at Shaw underscore underscore Jazzy. It's new. I just changed it. So that's really <laughs> cool. Um, but be sure to look out for this episode and all of our other episodes on cisco.com slash go slash CCR. We're also on a ton of different platforms. So definitely check us out. Um, I'm Jasmine and I've been your moderator today. And well, this is us tapping out. Thank, Thank you very much. Thank you. Had fun. Thanks everyone.